is Shaylin Hudson. I make candles for street, for scene creations and the price is anywhere from three to eight dollars. If you'd like to contact me about purchasing any, you could call me at 907-401-1095. You have a Facebook page? No? Okay. Hello and welcome to Horror After Hours. Coming to you from somewhere outside the Naughty Guy studio, I am your host, the Naughty Guy Adam J. Tonight this is going to be a quick episode, but before I get into tonight's movie, I, the Naughty Guy Adam J., will be taking part in the Maker's Market in Ketchikan at the Ted Ferry Civic Center. Opening night will be Friday, April 9th, and will go all day on Saturday the 10th, and half day on Sunday the 11th. So if you're around the Ketchikan area, please come out and support all of the wonderful, hard-working local artists at the Maker's Market. That's April 9th, 10th, and 11th. There will be a lot of really cool, fun things to see, and everybody's going to be looking forward to seeing you out there. Look for the Naughty Guys table. Okay, so down to tonight's movie. This is The Evil from 1978. Also known as Cry Demon and House of Evil. So it's directed by Gus Traconis, starring Richard Crenna, Joanna Pettit, Andrew Prine, Cassie Yates, and Victor Bono. This movie had a budget of $700,000, and it was filmed at Montezuma Castle. So the plot goes, Psychiatrist C.J. Arnold buys an abandoned mansion, once owned by Civil War general named Emilio Vargas. The house was built over a hot sulfur pit. CJ plans to set up a drug rehab center and he recruits a group of volunteers to help clean up and renovate the large house. Almost immediately, CJ's wife, Dr. Carolyn Arnold, senses a presence that starts to manifest as a ghostly apparition. Soon thereafter, more strange and eerie things start to happen, which start to agitate the volunteers along with the dog. Later on, CJ discovers a trap door in the basement, which he opens up and unknowingly unleashes a menacing spirit. Suddenly, all of the doors and windows become locked, trapping everyone inside the mansion. They soon discover that the trap door at the basement is actually a gateway to hell. While Felicia is sleeping, she is suddenly attacked by an invisible force that beats her and tears her clothing off. Go figure. Her screams are heard by the others, who come to console her. The group attempts to find a way out of the house and decides to scale the wall from a turret. Peter attempts to descend using a rope, but is overtaken by an invisible force. CJ attempts to pull him back to safety, but the rope becomes inexplicably hot right before Pete's body spontaneously combusts. Further attempt to escape are fruitless, including the uh, men attempting to saw the door open with a skill saw as the blade inexplicably wears down rapidly, inflicting no damage on the wood. While doing so, 
Raymond inadvertently saws through his own hand. Mary flees upstairs to re retrieve the bandages, and she is attacked by the dog in the hallway, who lunges at her, knocking her over the staircase railing, causing them both to fall to their death. CJ begins stare, uh, storing all of the deceased bodies in the enclosed porch, but shortly after finds that Mary's body has vanished. Meanwhile, Carolyn witnesses the apparition of a man motioning for her to pick up an iron cross in the parlor. When she does, the apparition vanishes. She subsequently finds CJ, Raymond, and Felicia standing over Mary's corpse in a trance-like state. When she appears with the cross, however, it drives the, the three into a fit and they return to consciousness, unaware of what just occurred. Hey, sorry about that, folks. We had a quick, quick little interruption there. So we'll get back to the movie here. Carolyn witnesses the apparition of a man motioning for her to pick up the Iron Cross in the parlor. When she does, the apparition vanishes. Subse she subsequently finds CJ, Raymond, and Felicia standing over Mary's corpse in a trance-like state. When she appears on the cross, it drives the other three into a fit, and they return to consciousness, unaware of what just occurred. A short time later, Lori, Felicia, and Raymond attempt to melt the iron bars, covering the windows with electrical cables. During the attempt, Lori is dragged away upstairs by an unseen entity. Raymond chases after her, but is thrown down the staircase by the same force. In a panic, Raymond and Felicia resume their endeavor, but Felicia is killed when Mary's corpse reanimates, startling her, causing her to fall back against the iron bars, electrocuting her. Electricity causes the bars in one of the windows to melt, and Raymond leaps through the window. As he runs away from the house, however, the ground beneath him turns to quicksand, and he sinks into the mud, drowning. Meanwhile, Caroline becomes possessed by Vargas, whose apparition she has seen repeatedly. Vargas, using Caroline's body as a conduit, tells CJ that he has released the evil. And he released the evil in the house by unlocking the trap door. Together, they descend into the basement to close the portal, but are overcome by a powerful force that knocks Caroline into the pit. CJ climbs down to get her, and the two find a series of tunnels. There, CJ enters a white cavern, where he is confronted by the devil, who threatens and belittles him. Caroline appears with the cross, stabbing it into the devil's chest, and together, she and CJ flee escaping the pit and sealing it closed with the cross. When they do, the windows and the doors of the house miraculously unlock. They run outside, escaping the house, while Vargas' spirit watches from a window. Roll credits. So this was a very critical response. Came from Variety. And this one says they reviewed the film favorably, writing that the film has a psychological insight that is rare seen in suspensers, and is a credit to both 
Krenna, who delivers a strong performance, and director Gus Draconis. Fulcrum for a picture's success or failure comes in the final scenes. When Krenna and Pettit confront the devil himself, played by the sinister angelicism by Victor Bono. Linda Gross of the Los Angeles Times deemed the film a scary and atmospheric thriller with excruciating suspense, also praising the performances and music. Bob Keaton of the Fort Lauderdale News noted the plot as familiar, but conceded that for those who enjoy the genre, the evil is just their cup of horror. There are some alternate prints of the this film, which uh, cut Victor Bono's appearance as the devil. I actually agree with that take on this one, because his uh, appearance at the end of the movie really kind of bogs the whole story down, and didn't make a whole lot of sense. I have seen both cuts of this movie, and I actually prefer the version where the devil is cut out. This movie was always very special to me, and it scared me when I was young. I still really enjoy watching this movie several times a year. I'm going to give it a rating of three chainsaws out of five. Unfortunately, that's all I have for you this evening. But first, I want to give a big shout out to all of my friends, my family, and loyal listeners. Wherever you are, I thank you and keep listening. Everyone stay safe. I am your host, the Naughty Guy Adam J, and this is Horror After Hours, signing off. Good night, everyone.